The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest-hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken Show! What's up, guys? We're back. We're back all week. Episode 169 of the Dave Anakin Show. Let's go! UFC 283 takes the main stage for midweek. Uh, insane pay-per-view lineup. Guys, I got Maddie Levine. She's coming back on the show. Maddie and I are previewing UFC 283. Boom, there you go. Uh, tomorrow on the pod, we're going to go back to Ben and Bananas, L. Dawson, Ryan Quinn. That's when we'll get into the betting odds and who we like as an underdog. This is just a preview. This is who we think is going to win, some storylines of the card, right, what can happen after the main event goes off air. So a lot of stuff, UFC 283. Thank you, uh, Maddie, for coming back on. Uh, that's that. Uh, also, guys, I'm going to um, add in a little Peter Yan and Marab uh, got announced. And that's, I'm going to hit it up right now. Two fights just got announced in the last three hours. Amanda Nunes versus uh, Irene Aldana for the UFC Bantamweight Championship. And then the Flyweight Championship, the greatest female flyweight in the history of the sport, Valentina Shevchenko, will go one-on-one with Alexa Grasso. So, um, two of the greatest female fighters ever. Maybe they're setting up a trilogy, putting them on the same card. Who knows? That's UFC 285. That's March. That's John Jones and Sirogan. That's the T-Mobile Arena. That's Las Vegas. Let's go! UFC 285 is already stacked. UFC 284 is Makochev versus Volkanovski. Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. UFC 283, Glover Hill, Davison Figueredo, Brandon Morano, Burns versus Magny. Unreal. Unreal. They're, they're, they're giving us the goods to start uh, 2023. So, um, yeah, back to the female title fights. Um, it's one of those things, neither one jumps. I don't see an upset. I think both champions retain. Um, but I, I love seeing new challengers. I think this is cool. I, I'm in for Irene Aldana and Alexa Grasso uh, going to fight for the championship. I'm in. I'm in. You know, especially especially on the John Jones card. Uh, just tell me that poster with Bones and Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko. You can argue three out of the top 10 greatest mixed martial artists ever all on the same card. So I'm in. I love it. I think it's a great call by the UFC. Um, that's looking up nice. That's shaping up nice. That's also the Bo Nickel show, guys. Don't forget, Bo Nickel, Jamie Pickett's on that card. So uh, really shaping into a huge pay-per-view event early March. But let's go, guys. Let's get Maddie Levine on. Uh, like I said, 20 minutes, UFC 283 preview, and then the anchor. I'll do a little three-minute on Jan versus Marab, 
because I think that sends shockwaves through the division, sends shockwaves through Aljamain Sterling, and so much more. That's at the anchor. You got to get it. Guys, shout out the MMA Shark. Go to the MMAShark.com. Use that new promo code, Bananas20. I mean, sorry. Whoa. Messed that up. 2023 Bananas. The promo code is 2023 Bananas. I will pay for the first $50 off. That's how much I believe in the system. Uh, I believe in Paul and the MMA Shark. They got some great things lined up. So do we. So make sure you use that promo code 2023 Bananas. All right. Maddie Levine and myself, UFC 283 preview. Let's go. What's up, guys? We are back. We're live. The red light is on. Dave Van Auken. Uh, always love having her, talking with her. Uh, Maddie Levine. Maddie, how are hey, you? What's going on? I love being on Fight Bananas and chatting up with my boy Dave. What's going on? I, it's like we had a good ritual going, too. Like the pay-per-view weeks, we were doing a thing, and then life yeah. gets busy. I was like, no, no. First pay-per-view of 2023. We're back on track. We're getting I love the, it. Uh, the family back together, you know? This is my like my perfect situation for the day this cool. is the best part of my day there we go i love it all right uh saturday night in brazil i love this card it was uh it was kind of funny the card was okay or it was good but then after the last pay-per-view of the draw of the light heavyweight championship with Anka Live Bob, uh, uh Jan Bad Hobage, they're like hey we're adding glover and jamal hill to the main of i'm like and then everything moves down one spot. You're like, oh, wow. Okay, I like Jessica Andrade and Lauren Murphy there. Right. Wow, I like Burns and Murphy there. They just needed that main event. We got it now with Glover. Just what's your synopsis? What's the grade level you give the car before the fights even start? I, I like it. I think this is one of the I think this is a great card to start off the year because yeah. we're we're kicking it off with two title fights right off the bat to get the fans yeah. excited. You know, you have uh Andraj, who's a fan favorite. You're in Brazil. Brazil is gonna be amazing. Um, I give it an A. I think this yeah. is a perfect way to start off the year. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's an A minus for sure. Um, Minus. we're getting crazy, uh, news lately in the last 36 hours in this MMA world with John Jones is back. And then on the same car with Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shushenka both defending their titles. Let's kind of hit that at the end. Let's dive in UFC 283, start at the top main event, Glover and Jamal Hill. Okay. So when the, when Glover couldn't fight Yuri for the championship, there was just something about real MMA fans. Like you almost felt bad for like, yeah, I think, I think we could say that I felt really bad for Glover. It's like, He's older. We know he doesn't have a lot of time left. Uh, he deserves that rematch. It was kind of synopsis of the fight of the year, him versus Yuri, that he lost. Oh, yeah. And when that title fight fell through, we were like, man, they're really going with Enkelaif and Jan just didn't feel right. For some reason, this feels right. It feels good, especially against a, a new line with Jamal Hill. Glover's the old line. I love this in so many ways. I probably talked too long there, Maddie. You take it away now. No, you killed it. You killed it. You took a lot of what I was going to say because this is how we roll. But I do like this fight. I think Jamal Hill absolutely deserves this fight. He's been such a dog lately and, you know, really proving his worth whenever he comes into the cage. I think he has incredible power in his hands, yeah. but I think it's safe to say that Texera has a serious chin. I mean, we saw it in his last fight with Jerry and he these are just two guys that are very hungry but you kind of hit the nail on the head it's two guys that are kind of at different points in their career uh so i think for you know for the division in general i think it's better for hill to win i think 
you know, it kind of sets up the rest of the division to keep it moving. Whereas if Texera wins, it's, it's kind of like that gatekeeper at the top situation. Um, but again, I'm a huge Texera fan. So yeah. I would love to see him get this win just as like, that's what my heart wants. Sure, but sure. I think, you know, if Texera can keep it to the ground, um, I think that's definitely his key to success. But Jamal, you know, he's he's obviously going to want to stay on the feet. We all know that he loves his hands. And, I, I, you know, this one's hard. I, I want to say Texera, but I'm I'm going with Jamal Hill on this okay, one. Okay, okay. I like that. You, and you said something there that was so good. I And it's one of those left turns, and we're just going to take it. That's what we do. So we do. I think it would be – I think the UFC, they won't ever say this out loud or, or of that nature – but if Jamal Hill wins this fight, this kind of creates a new star. It creates a new champion, new blood, new name on top. Um, Jamal Hill was just not a guy that we didn't we thought was going to get a title shot in the early 2023. And I think with the UFC, and I just think they they need kind of new influx. And I know we're getting John Jones back and Connor back, and we're getting some big guys back in the uh, the business in 2023. But I won't lie to you, it would be kind of cool if Jamal Hill is a champion and Cyril Gon's a champion and Alexa Grasso's a champion and Aaron Blanchfield does her thing. Like, I feel like this is New this blood, baby. really cool transition year. Yeah, but, this uh, is like a nice little turnover right, happening right, all at right. once. Young blood, new generation, exciting characters to follow. I mean, Jamal Hill is such a character. To have him yeah. as a champion would be super entertaining. It would. It would. It would be fun. I think he's very great. He's a... Uh, so it's so funny on social media. Uh, he does a lot of things with the fans. I actually, I was down there in Orlando and he was there with Kevin Holland and he was just interacting with the fans and everyone around. He's just a kind of one of those guys with all that being said, my pick though, I am going with Glover to share. He's a slight underdog. I think it's a great matchup for him more than anything. I think he fought these uh, light heavyweight studs and younger guys with huge power that's what jamal has but i think glover will do everything i think i see a lot of yan uh the first fight get around those main punches and just stick to uh jamal hill i don't think jamal hill had enough time to kind of really game plan and really ground protect so i do see glover winning this fight so there's that um co-main event we're six minutes into it this flyweight fight it's really i love this fight so when this fight was announced and we didn't really have a main event over it. And I was that, I was a little scared of that. I, for the fourth time, I don't think this can lead the card, but this is a great Cuba Gooden jr. This is a great support and actor. This is, <laughs> I love this as a co-main event. Um, there you go. There's one for the books. What do you think about this uh, flyweight quadrilogy? I mean, I love both of these fighters, but how many times are we going to watch them fight? You know, right? like when I saw that they were fighting again, I was like, dude, are you serious? But it, it's kind of needed. They're one, one and one. OK. Yeah. And but when you look back at all those three fights, I'm I'm going with Moreno for this fourth fight. You okay. had a draw. You had Moreno with that very clear victory. And then you had Figueredo winning, but it was a very close win. It was almost, you know, borderline controversial, mm -hmm. you know. So Moreno, when he shows up, he shows up. And he was very composed against Cara France, uh, arguably one of the better strikers. Um, and if he can defend the grappling, kind of keep the striking at his own pace, I see it going in Moreno's favor. Yeah, I it's weird. It's the the betting lines. We're super into betting here at Fight Finesse. That's why we have the MMA Shark everywhere, guys. If you do want to make any plays, go to the MMA Shark.com. I'm so intrigued to see where he's going to be out on this fight because I 
I'm like 50-50. And I think it's great because that's where we should be. That's where the betting right. line is at. They fought three times. Like you said, they are one, one, and one. I'm not too sure. There is with Davison Figueredo, I saw this great stat. When he started this rivalry, he was 32. And now he's 35 years old. That's kind of a tight cut to cut at 35. But also, then the other side, he's home in Brazil. Uh, we actually even posted something about it. He looks shredded. He looks in phenomenal shape. He, uh, I heard he's actually in the best shape for being a Wednesday, Thursday before the weigh-ins. So, I like, all it. that – and then, like, uh, with Mer uh, Brandon Moreno, his corner got, you know – uh, tied up literally and maybe for you know who who was his coach just seemed like it was a loud corner and I don't know like I was leaning Brandon and now everything the last like 10 days I think I'm leading Figueredo actually I think he's going to get the job done um probably maybe one of his last fights in flyweight but I think uh, there's no way this can go to a fifth fight. All right, this is it. This is no, the this is, of the uh, this has got to be okay, it. This is, is the this end game, right? This is the end. Is this like the longest saga of two yes, fighters? There's, there's never been a four fight. That's never. what I thought. Yep. So, I mean, this is kind of a big deal. And whoever yeah. walks away as the victor, like, that's a pretty big accomplishment. For sure. I think, uh, you know, not to go too far down the, the uh, rabbit hole, whoever wins this fight becomes, to me, like the second greatest flyweight UFC fighter ever. Like, you yeah. got Demetrius Johnson, but whoever wins this rivalry and kind of really – Brought the flyweights back on the mainstream, especially they talked about uh, cutting it for so long. These two guys took over, had some great battles. And now whoever wins this fight is the guy, is the winner, is literally Captain America at the end yeah. of Avengers Endgame. They get, the, uh, <laughs> they, get it, they get it all, you know? So there we go. Um, next fight, Gilbert Burns, Neil Magny, welterweight division. Two guys to me that are both underrated. Uh, Neil Magny's got this UFC Hall of Fame resume, the most wins in UFC welterweight history. More than Usman, more than GSP, the most ever. Gilbert is just one of those guys he can beat anyone at any time. We saw him against Chemayev. This is a great fight. Uh, Gilbert is one of those. He's that guy, I think. So mm -hmm. uh, this is a good fight. Magni and Burns, where are you out of this? So I'm a big Gilbert Burns fan, um, especially after that Chemayev fight. I mean, yeah. that's probably one of my favorite fights because it was just so like, who is this guy? You know, like he just, he just doesn't stop uh, for Magni. I mean, this would be a huge win for him. He's got yes. that grind mentality, um, but he just can't seem to make it to the next level. You know, he, he wins enough. He wins a lot. He has the experience, but he has a hard time breaking that barrier and getting into the top five. Uh, whereas Burns, I mean, heavy hands, great ground game, uh, probably one of the most accomplished jujitsu uh, artists on the roster right. um, and does a great job of blending everything. So I'm going with Burns for this one. With you. Uh, absolutely with you. Gilbert Burns. I just think other than the, if I would, you ready for this one? I would love to see Gilbert Burns versus Leon Edwards. I think that is Ooh. a really, really good fight. Probably yeah. not talked about. Dog fight. Yeah, that like you see that in fall or winter of this year, and if they both win in the next couple of months, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, I got Burns as well. Love Neil Magny, much respect to him. I just think Burns is like just another level ahead. Um, all right, two fights here on the main card. This fight I like a lot. Jessica Andrade, actually one of my favorite female fighters. She's just so like can do everything and anything. Uh, her fight against Rose Namajunas, I love. Yeah, just no fear, and also. I love me some Lauren Murphy. I'm a big Lauren Murphy guy. She's a dog as well. I love this fight. I think this is going to be really scrappy. Yeah. I think we're getting 15 minutes. I think this could be 
actually a borderline. I'll, the betting odds, a lot of people have Jessica Andrade just roll in Lauren Murphy. Uh, I think Lauren can fight back. I think this could be a sneaky fight of the night uh, kind of a candidate. I like this Andrade and Lauren. I like it too. I will say right off the bat, I am going with Andrade. I mean, yeah. we're in Brazil. Good. She's going to be feeling herself. She's always like, she's always game, right? And Lauren Murphy, she she's good, but she just doesn't excite me the way that Andrade excites me. Like, Do you think, is Lauren Murphy the female Neil Magny? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's not a bad comparison. It's really not. But Lauren Murphy, you know, she will grind you out. She's not easy to put away. Um, she's not somebody that you're going to steamroll over. Jessica Andrade is going to have to bring it. She's going to have to stay true to her game plan, which I would assume is going to be, you know, trying to take her down a lot and um, getting on the inside, working yeah. the body the way she does so well. Um, you know, Andrade was able to put away people like Chikagian, where Murphy lost to her by unanimous right. decision. So, you know, it's Andrade has that very distinct pit bull type of fighting that I just love. So, and that's why I'm going with her. I agree. All right. Uh, last one on the main card and something fun to talk about at the end of this. Uh, Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker, another light heavyweight fight. It's kind of intriguing to see if they put them on the car because the main events in the light heavyweight, just throwing that out there, something happens wild. But, you know, I like this fight a lot. Uh, Johnny Walker, four or five years ago, was one of the high-end prospects in the UFC light heavyweight division. A lot of people thought it was going to be Johnny Walker versus John Jones one day. Just never came to be. Uh, I believe the last time we saw Johnny Walker was against Jamal Hill, um, one of the craziest means in MMA history. Paul Craig is that guy. He will literally take an arm off. He did it to Jamal Hill as yeah. well. Paul Craig, Johnny Walker, where are you at in this one? Both solid finishers, both solid fighters, classic grappler versus striker. Um, you know, Craig, not very technical, but hits really hard and is going to yeah. make you work for it. Uh, if he wants to win, he's going to have to keep Walker on his back foot. He's just going to have to keep moving forward so Walker can't, you know, get – the room to do all that crazy stuff he loves to do. Um, he's very unpredictable. He'll have to, I think he'll have Walker will have to start fast to essentially kind of crush Craig's uh, confidence because we've seen when Craig doesn't have confidence, he kind of gets flat. Um, and honestly, I think Walker really needs to start putting together a couple more W's to get yeah. into that title contention again. Um, he got a little Rocky. Um, this one's hard. You know, I'm going to go with Craig. I think yeah. Walker's kind of – sorry, but he's kind of fading. You know, like he's not really? – he hasn't been impressing me lately. Um, I think he does need to start stringing some wins together. But Craig, going with my man Craig. No, so you're saying Johnny Walker would be a, a nice light heavyweight in the Bellator division in 2023. Maybe. 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 Um, no, I'm with you. I was with you with Burns uh, and Draj. I think I'm with you as well as Paul Craig. I just see a, a complete way how Paul Craig can win this fight. It's just, I, you know, I, I can see that. My but fun thing know. I would love to say, so we both have Paul Craig. Um, Jamal Hill's last loss was against you, Paul Craig. Right. How cool and how unique and how different would it be if Jamal Hill, if he wins the championship in the main event, you don't think Paul Craig as a contender, a number one guy, but if the champion, the new champion gets on the mic and say, hey, there is a guy on this card he, you know, no one would give him a title shot. The last time he fought, he took my arm with him. I want Paul Craig. I'm going to give him the first title shot. Like, 
How cool could that be? It's so different and unique. Uh, you would never think of Jamal Hill, Paul Craig as a light heavyweight championship match, but that's where yeah. we're at in 2023. We might see it. I don't know. I mean, do you do you really think he would want? I guess you know, if I'm Jamal, I guess I would want that fight because it's only it's it's his only loss. Right, right, exactly. So, it's his only loss. So if I'm the champion, my only loss is going to eat away at me, and I'm going to yes. want to attack. Yes. I think you're on to something here. Yes. I like and it. he's there. You know, usually after you win, you get maybe a little emotional. He's in right. the cage. Paul Craig is front row. And I think, I know Jan and Ankaliyev, they can throw. looks like it should be Ankaliyev next. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think Dana and the UFC was pretty unhappy with that. Yeah. It's it was just, a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah. It was just but one I of those, mean, like, he's gonna have hey, to we're moving on. Like, those guys have to get another win to prove themselves back into a championship fight. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. the, uh, the champion gets to kind of pull his card. So that's that. that would I'm kind of here for that. I like that there idea. Go. There we go. All right. You know, twice a year, I got a good MMA <laughs> idea twice a year. There's one. Um, all right. So breaking news today, we're going to drop this pod tonight and uh, we'll be on the way. UFC 285. So we all know we're not going to go over John Jones and Sarah gone and break it down, but that will be the main event. T-Mobile March. Uh, but the cool news today, we got the co-main event in the featured fight. I would assume Amanda as being the, the bigger weight class and kind of having the uh, been around. A lot of people think she's the greatest female fighter in the history of the sport. I'm one of them. Amanda Nunes uh, and Valentina Shevchenko both gets booked. Uh, kind of matchups that you were maybe thought you would see, but boom, they just did it. Um, uh, Irene Adana is going to fight Amanda and Alexa Grasso is going to fight Valentina. Let's stick one at a time. When you saw the matchups, were you happy? Were you like, oh, I'm not too sure? Where you yeah, at? When I when I saw the Shevchenko versus Grasso one, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like that, <laughs> that that's intense. Like Grasso, you know, yeah. she she's good. She's very good. Yeah. She's a little young. Yep. She's not much of a finisher. You know, yep. she goes the distance a lot. Shevchenko yep. is not somebody that likes to go the distance. And Shevchenko, I'm sorry, like, I freaking love this woman. She is. She is artificial intelligence. Like, she is a robot. She is a martial arts machine. And I don't think this division is going to see much change until Shevchenko retires. I think it's going to be insanely hard to get her off of that title spot. Um, but kudos to Grasso for getting that shot. I, I, it's just not her time, man. Yeah. I don't think it's her time. But who else is going to fight Shevchenko, you know? Like, <laughs> there's nobody left. Right, right. Um, we were doing some kind of like uh, championships in 2023, and Grant Dawson and Nell Dawson came on, and they talked. They had one out of left field I like a lot. I'll throw it your way. As, so Santos, Santos, who fought Valentina last, is fighting Aaron Blanchfield next month. They think Aaron Blanchfield's going to beat Santos, and then they will skyrocket. Uh, Blanchfield to Valentina and it's kind of the it'll be a good matchup for Aaron like uh, you know yeah. Aaron wants to get someone on the ground and grapple and be heavy and wrestle and do that and Valentina wants to strike and kick and all of that nature so they think uh, you know Aaron Blanchfield might be that might be that girl but I'll, we'll see you know you gotta, yeah. gotta get by Santos first I think Santos yeah. is actually super one step at a time yeah one fight at a time um, Amanda Nunes is back, the greatest female fighter ever. She's fighting uh, Irene Aldana. I yeah. love Irene Aldana too. I, too. I just think it's just levels. I think it's right. Burns and Magni and Adraj and Murphy. It's just 
a totally different level there. Right. Aldana's a killer. But going from Macy Chiazon to Nunez, what a huge yeah. jump in competition, you yeah. know? Uh, she's very well-rounded, but, I mean, there's no denying Nunez is on another level. And I don't know if you've seen her on Instagram lately. That chick is doing some crazy workouts. Yeah. I don't, she's, like, standing on medicine balls and, like, doing some things with the things. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? The, uh, what? So she she is definitely taking this fight seriously. And when Nunes is dialed in, good luck. Absolutely. No one wants to lose in anything in life. Literally, like, uh, we have twin girls. And sometimes we put the pajamas on. It's my wife and I. And we have, like, a competition who can do it faster. <laughs> no one likes to lose in anything. Right. So maybe that loss by Amanda Nunes to Juliana Pena a year and a half ago was one of those blessings in disguises. It kind of rejuvenated her, kind of gave her yeah. the juice back. She absolutely devastated Juliana. Maybe they will do that one again. But like you said, it looks like she's really at it. I think she's yeah. got, I thought she was maybe thinking about calling it quits. I think she's got two or maybe three fights left in her. And if she just goes on another three fight win streak, it's like, what do we do here guys? Like she is, she is already the greatest of all time. She's just kind of, yeah, I think, I think Nunez got bored. Pena yeah. rem reminded her that, hey, you're yeah. not a god. You know, you can't be beaten. And then she was like, oh, shit, I got to wake up. Right. I think she woke up. And I think we're going to see the Nunez that we all know and love. Love it. All right. There we go. Uh, what's your – give me, like, one curveball or one, like, guarantee. Give me a super lock on UFC 283 this weekend. Uh, like I said – it's Shogun Rua's last fight. He's on the prelims. Terrence McKenney, Tiago Moises. Uh, looks like you you picked Jamal Hill. Give me give me something that we can. I'm gonna cut it up, and this is gonna be the video that we're gonna put everywhere. Okay. No all pressure. Right, so, don't, so don't fuck it up. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No fucking this up. I see Texera versus Hill being one of those fights that has you on the edge of your seat because these are both men that refuse to step backwards. Texera is a dog, and he takes punches. Hill gives the punches, and I think it's just going to be one of those fights that whoever comes out victorious is going to be battered and bloodied, and we're going to love it. And I just I hope it is everything that I'm envisioning because I think it's going to be one of those fights that gets the fans really excited, the perfect way to start 2023. And I think we're going to see Hill throw some bombs and i you know i almost want hill to win just so i can hear his post-fight interview there we go and that's what All i right. say there we go you did it checks in the mail um all right there we go ufc 283 uh brazil this weekend on pay-per-view espn plus we have one more show ufc 284 is volkanowski and makulchev then we what? get into that great john jones ufc 285 what a way to kick off the year. Like, we're doing it. Uh -huh. What a way. Let's go. I know. Uh, Maddie, tell people where to get your YouTube. I see you got your YouTube. I, I loved it. On your stories, you're like, I'm YouTubing it back up. I'm getting it Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. We're back on the YouTube grind, baby. You can find me at The One-Two Punch with Maddie Levine. Make sure you follow. Constantly talking to all your favorite fighters. Always on Instagram, at Maddie on Air. And, you know, just like me. Hit me up. Let's be friends. Talk MMA. There we go. The great Maddie Levine. Appreciate you. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. Later. Uh, March 11th in Las Vegas, a humongous bantamweight fight. Peter Yan versus Marab. Uh, these guys have been in the top five for a couple of years now. Marab hasn't lost. I think it's been four years in MMA. Peter Yan's one of those guys, arguably, quite, you know, debatable 
three years ago was in that top five, top 10 pound for pound best fighters in the world. Uh, just knife, hot butter through the division. Aljamain Sterling comes along, the weird knee, and then he lost to him. And then he fought Sugar Sean O'Malley. And then he, uh, a lot of people thought he won that fight. So he's in a lot of tough, you know, close decisions. Even the judges' uh, decision, I think Dana White said after Jan Sterling too, he had uh, Jan winning three rounds and two. So long story short, Peter Jan to me is still in that very, very close title contention, top three bandweights in the world. Marab is in there as well. The, the crazy thing is, though, Marab can't fight for the title because Aljamain Sterling, his friend, his teammate, is the champion. So to me, this has got a lot of big things on it. If Marab beats Peter Yan, uh, the 11th, which, by the way, it's not the Apex. It's at the, uh, the Theater of the Virgin Hotels, right? So really cool new kind of venue. Fans will be there. Fans need to be there for this fight. It should be a great fight. Main event, five rounds. But if Marab wins, like, <laughs> there's not a lot of other stuff he can do. The, uh, Aljamain Sterling has to make a real decision. Is he going to fight Cejudo one time? Is he going to do the Sugar Sean O'Malley one fight? Is he going to move up to featherweight? What's Volkanovski going to do? I know Volkanovski and Makhlchuk. There are a lot of moving parts. Then the opposite. If Peter Jan wins the fight, okay. Let's see. If if uh, Henry Cejudo wins, I know Sugar Sean's there. They can do Jan versus Cejudo. If Sugar Sean beats um, uh, Henry Cejudo and Sterling's gone, they can do Peter Yan versus Sugar Sean O'Malley too for the championship. I know I said a lot there, but that's what I mean. There's a lot to unpack in this fight. The winner should be in that championship interim spot. There's only one or two guys in that range. The loser, uh, it's going to be tough because the loser goes to that 6th, 7th. And if you guys look through the bantamweight, through the top 10, 12, 15, they're insane. They're stacked. And there's a lot of youth. There's a lot of really good guys coming up. So a big fight. March 11th, Marab versus Peter Yan, Las Vegas. Should be a good one. Five-round main event. There you go. There's my thoughts. Winner moves on. I, I, the winner could literally, if Marab wins this fight, Aljamain Sterling could become a featherweight. A lot of stuff's on the line. Marab, Jan, March 11th. Go get it. At Giant Eagle, you may have spotted the stacker. With uncanny MyPerks ability, she stacks up the perks to choose either dollars off or up to 20% off her entire grocery bill. The stacker, stacking up huge savings with MyPerks. Find your My personality and transform your shopping into free gas and groceries. Full details at GiantEagle.com/MyPerks. Perks cannot be earned or redeemed on select items. Restrictions apply.